limited edition wrestling figure podcast is cooking. Episode 3 of the Limited Edition Wrestling Figure Podcast. We are back for the third week in a row. And this week we have some pretty major news. Not too much news, but it's some pretty game-changing stuff right here. So without further ado, I think we should get started. But before we do, all of you can find me on Instagram at Sam's Wrestling Figs, and you also can find the Limited Edition Wrestling Figure Podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can search this up on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, really anywhere, and this podcast will pop up. So, let's start off with AEW Unrivaled Series 1B. Now, this is just... All up in the air right now. Earlier today, Ringside Collectibles put Unrivaled Series 1B up for pre-order, which is basically Series 1 with just a different skin tone, an updated and more improved skin tone. Now, there's really split opinions about this one. I actually took a poll earlier on my Instagram to see... If people would, if people are getting this set or if they're passing on it, 48% of people got the set and 52% of people passed. That kind of surprised me because, I mean, the skin tones are not insanely off in Series 1, in my opinion. I know a lot of people have been waiting for updated skin tones because they were pretty picky from the beginning. Uh, all about your opinion, I shouldn't be saying picky, but anyways, I think we should review the figures because the online images, I mean, some of them are pretty good, some of them are a little eh, so let's start off with number one, Cody Rhodes, so the only packaging difference when it comes to these is under the uh, the number for the figure, it says Series 1 V2 for version 2. The Cody Rhodes figure, I mean, you can just take the Series 4 um, torso and head and pop it on the Series 1 if you really wanted to. I'm not going to be getting this one. I mean, I'm probably not going to be getting any of these, but I will cover the ones that I actually am considering. So, this Cody, I mean, online online pictures are online pictures. They're not going to look the best. They're always better in person most of the time. I mean, it's really the exact same thing, just different skin tone. So, I will not be grabbing this Cody. I think this is the exact, it might be the exact same body as the... Series 4 Cody, because he did come with the Series 1 head scan just updated in uh, Series 4. So really, if 
you have the series one and four Cody's loose, you can you don't need this figure. You really do not need this figure. You can just pop on the series four parts, as I said, onto the tights, and boom, there you go. Number two is Kenny Omega. Now, this Kenny Omega, I mean, it. I don't. I'm not a fan at all. Even if I was grabbing these, I'm not a fan of this Kenny by these pictures. Um, the lips look too bold. Um, the skin looks same thing. The skin looks too bold. It looks like they were trying too hard. Also, some people were wondering if the hair is different because the Series 1 hair is a little controversial. Um, it's not. Same hair. Really, just the skin tone is painted a little... It has a little more texture, really. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for here. So I will be not... I will not be getting this Kenny Omega either. I mean, really, I even if I did get this set, I don't have a use for it. I'm not going to put this up with my other ones. I'm going to keep my original Series 1 up. I'd probably just put these in storage, to be honest, just to say I have them. So, we'll not be grabbing that. Uh, I believe next is Matt Jackson. Now, both of the Young Bucks, they do look very, very good. Uh... These are what the prototypes looked like, the original hand-painted ones. The mat, I mean, it looks exactly like him. This is what we were expecting from Series 1. This, this is perfect, really. I mean, I said earlier, there are a few that I am considering getting, and they are the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are the only two... I kind of want to grab, but, I mean, once again, I probably won't do much with them unless I open them up. So, on the other hand, Nick Jackson, once again, looks very good, improved. The face scan on the Nick Jackson was never 10 out of 10, but I think it does look better with the improved skin tone. So some more points for that. Really not much else to cover. I'm kind of a little um a little limited, I guess we could say, no pun intended, uh with these figures. Because we already saw them. This is what happens when we get re-releases. There's nothing to talk about because we've already seen them before, just little changes. Chris Jericho, exactly the same once again. Jericho looks a little strange as well. This usually happens with online pictures, as I said, though. In hand, they most of the time in hand, they look a lot better. But I'm not feeling this Jericho either. I'm still sticking to my Series 1 with this one. Um, Brandy Rhodes. The exact same thing. The exact same thing. <laughs> just just different packaging. Just a little a little series one version two at the bottom. That's about it. So the only the only um the only reason I would get this set is if either I wanted 
have the updated skin tones, which I, I don't care about too much. Uh, if I needed Brandy Rhodes, I would grab this Brandy, because the original one is just insanely expensive. Um, but I got that Brandy from Ringside not too long ago, so I don't need that either. Really, I'm I'm not seeing a point in me buying these. Now, I was talking about this to someone earlier. This is what we should have got in Series 1. Now, I understand Jeremy and everyone else at Jazzwares. They wanted to get all the figures out when they told us they would be out, which was early August. So they did their best to get these figures out in early August. Now, what I would have done, personally, is I wouldn't have said they're coming out in early August to make sure the skin tones were correct. I feel like they announce stuff too early, and then it gets a little held up. For example, this just happened recently. The TNT Cody said that those would be shipping in early April. Well, now it's late April, and we still haven't gotten tracking. So uh, I I would just wait until the products are actually finished, and then I would announce when they will come out. Then also there's less demand. Because if we, if we distribute figures and another thing rushing them out is there aren't as many, we will be getting less out at a time. So then there will also be a higher demand if we keep going this way. So just my recommendation to everyone at Jazzwares is make sure everything is finished and don't announce stuff too early. Right now I think they're doing a great job with Series 6. Series 6 is not up for pre-order because we have not gotten, uh, I believe, yeah, we have only gotten the online renders, which I mean, that's more than we got for Series 3 when those went up for pre-order. So I would say once they get the final photography, then put them up for pre-order. That's what I would do if I were them. Just to make sure everything's more organized, really. But I have to give them credit once again. They did keep their word in giving us these updated skin tones. Alright, so that covers the AEW Unrivaled Series 1B news. Next up, we have a little bit of WWE Elite news. Legends Series 10. Probably, I would have to say, the most desired figures right now, besides AEW, I would say is the Legends Series 10. Right now, there have been many sightings of the Vader and John Cena, and there have been none of DDP and Brutus Beefcake. Now, the street date, which means the release date of uh, the Vader and Cena, are the 25th of April. So these really should be popping up now. They should be on the pegs uh, if you get there early enough and no one takes them. Secondary market has not been too kind at all. I've been seeing Vader sell for over 100 bucks. I saw two of them sell for 150 which is just insane to me. People have to be patient, really. So, the real news I wanted to cover is Action Figure Attack announced that these, um, the rest, 
of um well if you guys do not know action figure tech is the global brand marketing manager for action figures at mattel he said that the reason no one is finding brutus beefcake and ddp is because as of now they are target.com exclusives which i think is the dumbest thing ever first of all Target.com sucks. Your pre-orders will be delayed. The pre-orders sold out. Your pre-orders, your pre-orders will be canceled. I mean, there's just so much that can go wrong with Target. Number two, they're already so hard to get in stores and with pre-orders, and now they're making it even less likely to get these. It it is. Just so, it's, it's, I don't even know what to say. There's nothing good about the situation. I don't see any, any good outcomes out of this. So if you guys want to get Brutus Beefcake and DDP, I'd go onto the Target app and hit a notification to let you know when these come back in stock. Because I believe they don't, they don't even ship until July right now, which is pretty insane. So these are these are even more unorganized than AEW's. Not trying to criticize everything that uh both Jazzwares and Mattel are doing, but really it's they need to fix this. It's if they want their figures to get out, they need to get them out the right way. Mattel has been doing this for eleven year or eleven, twelve years now. I don't think they <laughs> I th- I think there's a way out of this, really. I don't think they have to do this. So that's my uh my rambling for the first part of this podcast. That's that's on the news side. So the real part that I want to cover is the complete history of WWE Collector's Edition Elites. Now this is from Elite 63 to most current which is elite 87 we have gotten many many collector's editions some of them pretty good some of them pretty questionable but we will review every single one right here so if you guys do not know collector's edition elites are exclusives to walmart's and targets they kind of switch roles every line or every set i should say every wave like Elite 84 will be a Target exclusive, and then Elite 85 will be a Walmart exclusive. Um, pretty much that's just how it works. So, the first ever Collector's Edition Elite was introduced in, I want to say, 2017 or 2018, in Elite 63 Bob Backland. This was the first time we saw, the first time we got a little sample of the Collector's Edition Elites. So, this is the first ever Bob Backlund figure in general. I think there might have been one made by another company, I'm not 100% sure. First ever WWE Bob Backlund. Um, There might actually be a Jax one. I need to uh, do my research on that. But anyways, first Mattel... Bob Ackland is the official uh, 
the official name I can give this. So this Bob Backlund came with the WWE Winged Eagle title and a blue robe. Uh, this Bob Backlund had an amazing face scan. I mean, it looks exactly like Bob Backlund. Had the blue trunks, blue knee pads, short black boots. And most of these collector's edition elites, I think really all of them are just on point. And I think that's why they're a collector's edition. Because they are really the top quality uh, elites that we get. So Bob Backlund being the first one, I don't know what their, like, um, what, what thinking goes into these, because it really is random, it is super random with these, like, Bob Backlund, um, I don't know where it came from, I guess they just needed a Bob Backlund Elite, they wanted to, they wanted one to release, to come out, and they kind of needed a way to make it desirable, so they made it a exclusive and gave it the title of Collector's Edition. So the next one came out in Elite 64, the next wave, and this is Pete Dunne. I actually have this Pete Dunne. It's most definitely the best Pete Dunne figure that has come out yet. Uh, he only has two, but this is the best one. So the face scan, I mean, once again, just on point. I don't think there's a single thing they can improve about this face scan. It is just beautiful. Has the uh, mouth guard in there and has that Pete Dunne face expression that he makes. He also has the red and with with the little, I guess that's gray fur um, as the outline. He also has red kick pads. Uh, tattoos are on there as well. But I mean... I cannot get over this face scan. It is just so amazing. Um, the Elite 74 Pete Dunne, or 75, whatever it was, um, that face scan is good, but it just gets demolished by the Elite 64 Pete Dunne. So, next up, we have Elite 65 Sensational Sherry. First ever Sensational Sherry Elite. I think the only time we got a Sensational Sherry figure was in the Classic Superstars line. Um, I think she, I think she came out by herself. Um, but anyways, this Sherry was in the kind of pinkish purple and the black attire, and with a crown and a pinkish purple robe. Looks really good. Another one that looks really good. This might be my least favorite one, to be honest. Just because I feel like the face scan didn't have too much de uh, detail in like, the facial structure. Uh, face paint looks good. I just feel like the face scan was a little, a little generic. A little basic, I guess we could say. A lot of people put the Sherry with their Shawn Michaels, with their Macho Man, uh, with their Ted DiBiase... Really a great addition to the Elite line. Someone I think we needed as a manager in the Elite line. Now a lot of these Sherry's, uh, or a lot of these Collector's Edition Elites, they really jump in price just randomly. A lot of them are uh, extremely rare. Some of them aren't rare at all. It really varies with each one. Sensational Sherry, I believe, 
is trending around 45 bucks on the secondary market, I want to say. Uh, that sounds about right. So moving on. One that, I mean, another one that's pretty random. Alexander Wolf. I don't know why they released Eric Young, um, Killian Dane, Nikki Cross. Well, yeah, I think Nikki Cross um, had a regular release. And then Alexander Wolf as the as the collector's edition. All the other ones had regular releases. Um, Killian Dane was actually Target exclusive because he was a NXT elite. But anyways, I don't know why they made Alexander Wolf a collector's edition. I really do not know what goes through the mind when they're putting these collector's editions in the line. But um, no criticism towards the figures. They look amazing. This Alexander Wolf, I think, once again, the face scan cannot get any better. Uh, he has the singlet, the tights with just absolutely amazing deco. Knee pads with deco on point, and then the boots. But he has a lot of accessories too. He has like that kind of overall vest, and then that uh the face mask and the jacket, which all of these, all of these are super detailed. I really have to give Mattel props on the collector's editions. That's one of the reasons why I am going over the full history of these because. These are some of the best elites we have ever gotten when it comes to detail and stuff like that. So, I am not sure. I'm trying to think, I I really should have done my research on what these are uh, what these are trending for. I see an Alexander Wolf for fifty bucks on eBay right here. Don't know if that's what all the other ones are at. So it seems like so far. All of these collector's editions are right around the same price range. So the next ultimate edition, or ultimate collector's edition, is Pat Patterson, Elite 68 Pat Patterson. So we jumped from 66, none in 67, going on to 68, which is Pat Patterson. This is the first ever Pat Patterson figure in general, which is way overdue. Uh, kind of a two-in-one when you think about it because we have Pat Patterson in the trunks and then over that he has the uh, the Vince McMahon stooge attire which was the black pants um, white shirt which had first icy champ on it and the little the little helmet uh, with the glass over it this I feel like this is another very underrated figure I think I think they should make another Pat Patterson. I would like to see another Pat Patterson. Um, I've not seen much from this figure. Once again, uh, I really don't know what it's going for. All of, all of the early collector's editions are not very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not very... Uh, not very popular anymore. They really the the hype with them just died down, and we haven't heard much about them. So, moving on, 
from Pat Patterson. We go into Elite 69. Now, this is very weird. I don't know why they did this, but there are actually three Collector's Edition Elites in Elite 69. I, I'm very confused about why they did this. I'm sure there's an explanation. Um, I just need to figure out what it is. But let's start off with Liv Morgan. First ever Liv Morgan figure was Riot Squad Liv Morgan. Came with a coffee table, breakaway coffee table with a breakaway vase and a um, white spray paint can. Don't know what they were thinking with uh, these accessories. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably had something to do with a... Uh, had something to do with a little promo, like how she comes with the bathrobe in Elite 85, little segment. Another great figure, I believe they reused this face scan in her basic, which was basic series 110, just changed the hair color to pink. But uh, both figures were Riot Squad, we just got the new Liv Morgan, which is singles Liv Morgan. Specifically the Elite 69 has the black top with the orange and white tights. Another great figure. Uh, by the way, I do not have... The only one I have out of these so far is the Pete Dunn. That's the only one that people kind of talk about still. I really... Um, the other ones just aren't really trendy anymore. I guess everyone's focusing on the newer ones. So the other... The other figure in Elite 69 that is a collector's edition is Sonia Deville. First ever Sonia Deville has the yellow top, the uh, yellow loincloth with Sonia Deville's initials on it, and the yellow trunks also has the black robe, which is pretty cool. Looks good in the packaging. I don't think there's a chase variant. I think there's a basic with a chase variant, but this is the only the only elite Sonia Deville right now. Now, I th I think this is the only uh collector's edition that I'm not a fan of um so far. I don't know what it is. The face scan just looks eh. I don't think they put enough detail into the face scan. Everything else looks fine to me, just the face scan. It doesn't really catch my eye. It's kind of same old, same old, if you know what I'm saying. Alright, now the third and final Collector's Edition Elite in Series 69 is The Rock. This rock was absolutely... It was very expensive when it first came out. I remember I found it at Walmart when it was going for like, I want to say 100 bucks probably around there. And then like a week later, it's down to 15 bucks. It's like they can't get rid of them now. This rock is a very good rock. I grabbed it, as I just said. Uh, this rock has many hands, all of the hands necessary for a rock figure. Layeth the Smackdown on a Soft Goods black shirt. He also has the sunglasses and a SmackDown microphone. I think this is the first time we got a original SmackDown microphone. We have the golden rock on the trunks. 
signature boots, um, tattoo, removable elbow pads, and head scan looks amazing once again. But I think the only lacking head scan so far is the Sony DeVille. I'd say that head scan probably gets a 6 or 7 out of 10 from me. Uh, we will rank every single one at the end, by the way. So, if you're wondering why I'm not doing that right now, we will rank every single one at the end. So that is it for the Collector's Edition Elites in the 60s, from 63 to 69. So now we get to the 70s, which start off with Elite 70, Gerald Briscoe. This is a matching Gerald Briscoe. Go with that Pat Patterson. Uh, he also has the the red trunks from his singles career when he was NWA World's Champion. And then, as I said, he has the, the Stooge attire. I believe it's the same pants and headgear as the um, the Pat Patterson, which doesn't really matter. He has a different shirt that says Briscoe Bros Body Shop Incorporated. Really nice to see that they put detail into these these old school figures. I love to see it. Uh, personally, with myself being a collector of more of the the less modern wrestlers. Um, I actually was looking into Gerald Briscoe's and Pat Patterson's recently. Both have really jumped in price. So, if you guys have that, keep that in mind. Elite 71 had two collector's editions. I really don't know why they keep giving us multiples in the same wave. And then sometimes they just skip a wave. So first, Cassius Ono. The one and only Cassius Ono figure. And they exceed expectations with this one. He has the yellow attire, which is the black and yellow trunks knee pads. I believe it's a removable shirt. It's not soft goods, but I think it's removable. Uh, the armband, the sleeve, I mean, I meant to say. Um, and he also has the jacket, which can actually go over the shirt because it is soft goods. Everything about this figure is just amazing. Head scan looks identical to Cassius O. Now, I know for a fact this figure is over 100 bucks on the secondary market. I was looking for one, I want to say, two months ago. One or two months ago. And I was like, geez, this thing has really skyrocketed. I would like to come across this figure one day and purchase it. It's one that I really would love to have. Gashis Ono, one of my favorites in NXT Sadly, he was released, and now he's really not doing anything. Another reason why this figure is just so expensive. Now, the other half of Collector's Editions in Elite 71 is Paige. First Paige figure in a while. Um, this Paige was the... I believe her team is called Absolution, and I think that's what this attire is, uh, this attire is based off of. Also, I think it's the exact same figure as her women's, was it what, the women's division page, which I don't actually think ever got into the public. I think this is an unreleased page 
but we did get it in Elite Series 1, or Series 71, excuse me. So, this page had the black top with the, the purple page logo on it, black shorts, and then black jacket, which looks really good. I love this jacket. One thing I don't like about a lot of jackets and shirts is when they make them non-soft goods and just rubber. I mean, we cannot, we have no articulation when we put them on. For example, the edge, um, when was it? The edge heads, uh, 3-in-1 Ringside Collectibles exclusive, came with a hard goods jacket and like if you wanted to do edges pose where he does in his entrance when he puts his hands up and does the rock and roll sign you can't you can't do it with the jacket on so i don't like when they do that but this page is pretty good head scan on point that's what i i, th I think all of the head scans really get a at least a c grade from me I completely forgot about this page, to be honest, until I just did my research on these. I completely forgot about this page. A lot of these I forgot about. Uh, one of the reasons is distribution was horrible towards the end of Elite Series 60 and then kind of the middle of 70s. So, let's go on to the first ever collector's edition in the modern packaging. Gorilla Monsoon, a figure that I definitely need. was trying to track it down last year, and it was very expensive on the secondary market, and I could not find it anywhere in Walmarts. So this Gorilla Monsoon, uh, it is just amazing. It is so good. It's practically, um, it's, it, I think it's the first ever figure with interchangeable arms, actually. So this Gorilla Monsoon as the kind of the maroon uh, suit, which you can actually swap that suit for a black suit. I mean, Mattel is just giving us stuff we don't even need at this point. Um, not even stuff we expect, but I mean, kudos to them. We also get a classic WWE microphone, which is different than the other ones. Has a has the uh, the old school top instead of the current one we usually see. He also has the interchangeable arms, as I said, which is just awesome. So sick. Oh, to go with the black vest, he has the black sleeved interchangeable arms. He also has one pointing fingers. I mean, this figure is practically an ultimate edition if you think about it. It has so much good stuff, and it's just... A $20 Elite, well it was. I see one on here for 140 in the packaging. Probably won't go anywhere near that anytime soon. But, let's move on to Elite Series 73. Peyton Royce, a figure I'm actually looking for now. Because of Peyton Royce's departure, I would like to get this figure eventually and get it signed. So this Peyton Royce comes with an Iconics t-shirt, soft goods, WWE microphone. Um, I believe that is kind of like a a belt with some. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's like a belt with uh, 
kind of kind of like a dress coming down the back, I guess we could say. Face scan, another one. That's a little not not the best. It's kind of it's kind of smiling, but it's kind of not smiling. Doesn't look like Peyton Royce too much to be honest. Now that I take a close look at it, but otherwise they nailed this figure. Got the red top and uh, trunks as well. So another good one. Now the past figures I just mentioned, I'm not crazy about, but this one, this is my figure of 2020. Jim the Anvil Neidhart Elite Series 74. This is my favorite figure of 2020. I mean, it 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 is just insanely good. So this Jim Neidhart, really the main events about this figure is the face scan. It is unbelievable. He has the laughing scan uh, with his mouth wide open. Uh, the beard looks amazing. He also has a... I mean, the the way they made the expression in this sculpt is just so on point. It's pretty unbelievable. He also has the pink singlet with the black, pink, and silverish tights. And soft good... Well, not... Uh, I don't know if it's soft good. It's kind of like a vinyl um, jacket. Love to see it. And he also has sunglasses, so I think this figure absolutely exceeds expectations. This is an A-plus figure for me. It was my figure of 2020, and if you do not have a Jim the Anvil Nightheart Elite, I mean, this is definitely worth the prices it's going for. I see one on here for 70 I think I got mine for around 50 or 60 somewhere around there. Definitely worth the price, just great figure. Moving on. To Elite Series 75 with the other half of the Iconics. Took a little break in between uh, with the Iconics, but we get Billy Kay to complete. Another figure I'm looking for, but another one I'm not too crazy about. Face scan, once again, this does not look too much like her. This is probably the worst Collector's Edition face scan there is. This goes under the Sony DeVille, I think. Pretty much the same attire as the Peyton Royce, except she has uh, blue gear, and she does not have that belt accessory. Microphone, interchangeable hands, the shirt, pretty much the same attire. But this face can just does not look like Billy Kay. It does not look like Billy Kay to me. I feel like this can be used for so many others, but just not Billy Kay. I, f I feel like sometimes Mattel, no offense in any way, I feel like sometimes they think like giving us deco and giving us good looking attires just make the figure good, but I mean it really, really face scans are a real game changer. So moving past this figure is one I actually really need to grab, Lassie, Freddy, Blassie, Elite Series 77, though there was no collector's edition in 76 from my knowledge. This Freddy Blassie is really just such an improvement from the previous collector's edition. The face scan, 
I mean, it doesn't get better than this. Once again, one of those things where I don't think it can be improved. The deco on the soft goods uh, shirt is just amazing. It looks amazing. It also has the cane, which is awesome. First time I think we got a cane accessory with uh, a WWE figure. He also has the red pants painted on, but that's fine. I don't think we really need soft goods pants. He also has a uh, a gold necklace, really giving us those little Easter egg details there, little accessories. Can't see it in the package because he has the shirt on. Uh, the necklace is under the shirt, but if you open him up, you can definitely see the necklace. So I actually saw this figure on ringside for $9.99 one time, and that was just insane to me. I wasn't quick enough to grab it, actually. It was on a sale. I think it was the Christmas sale. And I said, oh, I'll, just, I'll just get it later. And then it went back up to like 25 or something. So definitely a figure I need to pick up. Uh, definitely one I think everyone needs if you have a classic 70s and 80s collection. I think you definitely need to pick up a classy Freddy Blassie. Alright. So... That actually, I think that, oh no, we're almost finished, 70, the Elite 70s Collector's Editions. Top off the Elite 70s, um, we actually have two more. In 78, we have Superstar Billy Graham. Now, this is the first ever Billy Graham Elite, first ever Billy Graham Mattel figure. We did, in fact, get one in the Classic Superstars line. We actually got three or four, I think, uh, including those variants. Only thing about this figure that I don't like is the tank top. The tie-dye tank top is the exact same one as the Don Morocco. Um, the one Don Morocco came with, which, I mean, it's not a huge deal, especially because this figure has a lot of ups. Another one I need to pick up is this one. Um, I don't know why I haven't gotten it. Um, I think it's another thing where just something I haven't thought about recently when it comes to the secondary market, and I just could not find it in stores. So this Billy Graham is actually a two-in-one because we get interchangeable heads. The first one being kind of a later-on Billy Graham, the bald Billy Graham with the goatee, and then we have younger Billy Graham with the clean shave and the long hair. He also has sunglasses, the yellow boa, pink boots, and purple and white tights. I think everything about this figure just pops instantly. All the colors, I mean, they don't really go together, but I think that's what makes this figure just stand out from the rest. So once again, another one. Definitely need to cop sometime soon. I don't think I've actually seen any of these signed, which I think we need a Billy Graham signing if it's possible. Um, we'd love to get this figure signed eventually. Same with his classic superstars, but this is another collector's edition. This might be my favorite one so far. It's really hard to choose because there's so many good ones. So the next one is another great one. Elite 79. Undertaker Collector's Edition. So the packaging on this figure, they did a extra special packaging for the 30 years of Undertaker's career. 
This is a purple and black packaging with the Undertaker 30 logo as the little backdrop inside of the box. Really nice uh, feature there. Nice thing Mattel threw in. He also has the black hat, the black jacket. Not soft goods, but I mean, they put in a lot of detail into this jacket. It has all the little, uh, all the little, like, vines in it, I guess we could say. That's kind of the pattern that comes up in mind when I look at this jacket. It's like, kind of like vines, if you know what I mean. Take a look at the figure and you'll see what I'm talking about. Face scan looks awesome. Probably one of the best Taker face scans we have ever gotten. Uh, not crazy about the attire. Painted on a shirt with black pants. But I, I do have this figure, actually. And I, I love it. It looks great with the jacket and hat. If you don't have an Undertaker, or at least a modern Undertaker, this is your one. Especially because it's starting to shelf warm around places, around Walmarts. I'm seeing a ton of them um, in stores. I've been seeing a ton of them lately. So if you come across this, I think you should definitely pick it up. And actually, this is Elite Series 80. I think this is Elite 80. Is it Elite 80? I thought it was 79. Oh, no. Is it 79? All right, I really don't know if it's 79 or 80. I think it's 79 because Elite 80 has its own uh, collector's edition. Which we're actually going to get to right now. Elite Series 80, the Collector's Edition, is none other than Rocky Johnson. Another first time in the line. Another outstanding figure. I actually saw this figure before and I did not purchase it. I don't know why. I really should have because it's such a good figure. Uh, he has the pink and white trunks which I just think pop so well. Those two colors are pretty unique when it comes to wrestling. Always pops. He also has the pink and purple soft goods robe. Um, looks like the pink outline part is like silk. I think I th it, that's what it looks like uh, to me. So always love to see soft goods accessories. Head scan and face scan, I mean... It doesn't get better than that, once again. I think that's one of the goals of Collector's Edition Elites, to get the face scans just on the mark. He also has the bird tattoos on his chest, which originally this figure was not supposed to have the bird tattoos, but then they switched it and it did have the bird tattoos. So more kudos to Mattel for adding those in, even though it is expected. Um, just good job to them including it on this figure if i come across it again i'm definitely gonna pick it up i don't think it's going for too much on the secondary market uh might still be on ringside i'm not sure i'll have to check but i hope we get a tony atlas in the future to match this because if you do not know rocky johnson and tony atlas were a tag team in the 70s and 80s we actually got a classic superstar two pack of them so I hope we get a matching Tony Atlas eventually in the future. That's a future collector's edition right there. Moving on to Elite 81. This is a figure I actually have never seen, ever. Uh, Mae Young. First ever 
I think this is the first ever Mae Young figure, actually. There might be a classic superstars, but if not, this is the only one. So this Mae Young actually comes with the um the Mae Young Classic trophy. Or wait. Yeah, I think that's yes, yes, yes. I got mixed up for a second. Includes the Mae Young Classic trophy, which is a really cool feature in my opinion. A lot of people didn't really like it because they were saying Oh, well, Mae Young never actually won the trophy. Why is she coming with it? I mean, it's her trophy. It's a cool accessory to get with it. This Mae Young has the crown, has the soft goods, glittery red jacket, which I think is looks just amazing. Um, the red singlet with a little yellow crown design on the bottom. Head scan looks awesome. I think the hair might be a little too bright of an orange. I really have to see. I still have not gotten this figure in person. I've, I haven't even seen it. So, I think most of these I really have to pick up. They're just so hard to come across. Moving on. I mean, this figure is pretty... Um, Some people get a little speechless to this figure because it's so good. Elite 82... Davy Boy Smith, a.k.a. the British Bulldog. This has got to be my favorite collector's edition. One that I'm still looking forward to this day. Elite 82 is hitting a lot of stores right now, a lot of targets. And I still have not found Davy Boy. I found the entire Elite Series 82 multiple times. Still, it has left out this uh, every time I find them. They're leaving out Davy Boy Smith. So, this actually is supposed to match um, former tag team partner Dynamite Kid, but we will probably never get a Dynamite Kid Elite. If you want to make a custom, though, he does have a classic Superstars. The head looks a little big if you pop it on this body, but I mean, it's probably the best you'll get if you don't get a custom mold made. Now, this Davy Boy Smith, as I said, matches the Dynamite Kid, so he has the white tights, red knee pads, and then the white, red, and blue boots. He also has Matilda, Matilda the Bulldog, on a leash. I mean, that is just an outstanding thing about this figure. I love that so much. Another reason why I want this one, really, I would be glad to have two so I can open one as well. But one is better than uh, my situations right now, I guess we could say. So Elite Series 83, we have one that's actually starting to hit now in Michael P.S. Hayes. I've been seeing this is hitting a lot of Walmarts now. I actually found Elite Series 83 on Friday. I actually just found Edge. I found two Edges. Um, probably should have seen if they had any more in the back. But this Michael P.S. Hayes is a Walmart exclusive. I found that at Target. Um, only two I want in that set is Edge and Hayes. So wouldn't have made much of a difference. But this Hayes is hitting Walmart. So if you want it, keep an eye out. I've seen there's actually some signed ones, but they're going for like $75, $80. Um, I don't think I'm going to get one of those anytime soon. A little, little expensive. Um, to 
to me, I guess we could say, for Michael P.S. Hayes. No offense to him. But this figure comes with red trunks, black knee pads, white and red boots, the signature sunglasses, kind of like the Bret Hart sunglasses in ways, um, interchangeable hands, which include the mic holding hands and pointer fingers. He also has Bad Street USA on his black soft goods t-shirt. And the face scan is just insanely good. It screams Michael P.S. Hayes. Um, he has the blonde hair and just the eyes of this figure. Just give you the picture of Michael P.S. Hayes. Uh, I think this figure would have been better if it came with, or if it had the red tights or the white tights, whichever. Just because I think Trunks Michael P.S. Hayes is less uh less popular as the Michael P.S. Hayes in the tights as Fabulous Freebirds Michael P.S. Hayes was most of the time in tights. Moving on though to Elite Series 74, another figure that has been hitting um here and there is Zelina Vega Target Exclusive. Now, this figure was very, very close to being canceled. Because Zelina was released, and this figure, um, I, th- I want to say just started production, probably. So there's a very high chance this figure would have been canceled. But Mattel was able to pull through and keep this Zelina Vega on track. So this Zelina Vega has the, uh, the crown with the red roses on it. She's wearing kind of a maroon red uh, top and bottom. Kick pads and knee pads match that. She also has the, the tannish um, jacket. No sleeves. So I guess it's okay that this is uh, hard goods, rubber. Uh, this jacket is insanely detailed. I think that's another reason why Mattel wanted this to... Um, to actually release and get into stores. Uh, this jacket has red roses on. I mean, it has so much detail. I don't think I can even cover it all. A really nice black design on there. Really, uh, this figure has a lot of roses on it. That's kind of the theme of this figure. Um, has Vega back the jacket. So another great collector's edition. I'll probably be grabbing this once it hits stores or once I find it. I think it hit Smith's in the UK actually already. Uh, I saw someone had like 50 of them, which was insane to me. But moving on to this might be my favorite collector's edition. Kama, a.k.a. the Godfather, a.k.a. Papa Shango. But this is the first time we are ever, ever, ever getting a Kama figure let alone um, I'm a figure from Mattel. So this comma has the, definitely the highlight is the gold chain, which is uh, kayfabe the burnt urn of the Undertaker. So pretty much he uh, melted the urn of the Undertaker and molded it into a chain for himself, which I just think was so cool. Uh, this comma also has the red singlet with the comma, kind of kind of a belt pattern, I guess it is. 
across his waist. Head scan looks awesome. They really always nail uh, Godfather slash Papa Shango figures. Uh, the haircut looks on point. Has the uh, kind of the hair stripes going down uh, on the sides. And then he has the hair on the top. Love this figure so much. Probably will get two, to be honest, once he, uh, once he starts showing up in stores. So this is Elite 85. So the next figure is part of the SummerSlam wave this year. In Colonel Mustafa, a.k.a. the Iron Sheik. We have not gotten an Iron Sheik in so long. Last time was the Retro Fest, and before that was the Legends, which is insane to me. I think we should get another Iron Sheik Elite. But this is a um, a good filler for now, I guess we could say. So, Colonel Mustafa was when Iron Sheik was with Sergeant Slaughter. And I forget the other guy that was in this. I forget his name. Um, so this figure has the green singlet. Kind of like a green cano, uh, camo green camo got a little mixed up with my words there and then the tan pants going into his signature red and green boots he also has the hat and a soft goods jacket now i believe oh i forget which uh which flag is supposed to be on the jacket um I don't want to say anything and then get it incorrect and people will get a little mad at me. But they are leaving out a flag on here just so it's not a controversial figure. Um, which, I can respect that. Anyways, the one thing I don't like about this figure is the face scan is like a smiling like facial expression. Which doesn't make sense to the Iron Sheik. I mean, I don't think there's a single picture of the Iron Sheik smiling. Because he always stays in gimmick. I, I I don't know what to say about this face scan. Uh, if anyone knows the um, the reference photo, please send it to me. I'd like to see what it is. Now, the final collector's edition that we know about is Elite 87 Warlord. We have not gotten word about... Uh, future collector's editions yet i'm sure we will get them 99 percent sure we'll get more but right now this is the newest one we know about warlord this warlord has the black tights just looks completely jacked so jacked um head scan is just really really nicely done um only thing about this figure only flaw is he has the uh the reverse mohawk, people like to say. Uh, kind of like two mohawks on the side. Um, one side is kind of the blondish orange. The left side, that is, when it's supposed to be the right. And the left side is supposed to be black hair. Not a huge mistake. Uh, face paint looks really good. And he also comes with a pretty cool entrance uh, jacket, which has... Uh, a lot of black and red, and then he also has chains coming off of it. Love to see that. Most definitely going to be picking up this Warlord. Anyways, 
that covers every single collector's edition elite really quickly let's go over grades uh we'll do out of 10 i think so bob backland 9 out of 10 um all all of these are going to be really just being uh an elite in general 9 out of 10 base scan looks like him but i think it kind of could be a little improved um well, kind of the shape of it, I should say. Looks a little wide. Elite 64, Pete Dunn, 10 out of 10 figure. Elite 65, Sensational Sherry, I want to give a 7.5 out of 10. Alexander Wolf, 10 out of 10. Pat Patterson, 9.5 out of 10. Liv Morgan, 8 out of 10. Sonia, 6.5 out of 10. The Rock, 10 out of 10. Great figure. Gerald Briscoe, another 9.5 out of 10. I feel like there could be little improvements with that. Gerald and Pat. Page, 8 out of 10. Maybe 7, 7.5 out of 10 for Page. Cashisono, 10 out of 10. Gorilla Monsoon, 11 out of 10. Exceeds expectations. Peyton Royce, 7 out of 10. Jim Neidhart, 10 out of 10. Billy Kay, I'll give her an 8 out of 10 as well. Freddie Blassie, gotta give him 9.5 out of 10. Billy Graham, same thing, 9.5. Elite 79, Undertaker, I want to say 8.5. Rocky Johnson, 9 out of 10. Mae Young, 8.5. British Bulldog, 9.5. Michael Hayes, another 9.5. A lot of these I don't want to give a perfect 10 out of 10, but they are just very, very good. Selena Vega, 9 out of 10. Kama, 9.5. Yeah, I think Kama's a 10 out of 10, actually. Uh, Mustafa, slash Iron Sheik. I think I'm going to give that one a 7.5. Just because the face scan just really gets me. And last but not least, Warlord, from what we can see so far, 9 out of 10. So, I'd like to thank all of you for coming with me all this way. You can also leave some suggestions for me on Instagram. Message me at Sam's Wrestling Figs. Link in the YouTube description. If you guys have any uh, anything you want me to cover on here, I'm thinking every week we'll either do an interview or we will do a complete history. So thank you all for listening and goodbye. If you smell what the limited edition wrestling figure podcast is cooking.